I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Uh, now, on to the reviews. Broncos v Sharks. I mean, what an upset. What an upset. What do you think? Yeah, mate, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I think Broncos have got so much more improvement in them than they still managed to win this game. I, I, there's so many things that they can get better at. I, I still don't think you've really settled on your spine, realistically. I still think there's a question mark over the hooker position. Still a question mark over the 5'8 position. Um, Tomorrow, Martin, we spoke about him last week. I thought he was unreal in this game. Again, uh, I don't know if he becomes the five eight long term. I think he so. returns. Yeah, I yeah. think he uh, he does. Yeah, um, but yeah, mate, I thought Brisbane were pretty damn impressive. It's the Sharks. Like they've put up yeah. big points over the last few weeks. I thought that the way that Katoni Staggs defended on Siffa, just getting up in their face. Mm. Um, I, I, we haven't seen teams do that for the last few weeks. Him always on the back foot. Um, yeah, I thought the Sharks could have. Counted that a little bit better, but we'll talk about that when we get to the Sharkies. Mm. Timmy? I love centre one-on-one battles just because it's one of the few positions on the field where, provided the blokes on the inside do their job, where you get is just genuine one-on-one. There's mm. not many other positions where you do. Mm. Uh, and to see what Staggs did to Talakai was just... It was just like him going, all right, you know, all the hype's around Talakai at the moment, big bustling centre, and he just... That early one where he jammed him on the line, where Talakai was in for all money, he was just like, how strong is this little bastard, Staggs? Yep. Uh, the game itself... I watched that first half thinking the Sharks looked pretty slick, and... Things just that they couldn't get that last pass, or it was just going wrong by a touch every time. I thought, you know what, these will start going to handle. They'll get the bounce of the ball in the second half, and I think they can run away with it. They really went downhill the second half. To the Broncos' credit, they dug in. They're showing a bit of ticker that we haven't seen in previous years, which yep. is, uh, you know, a lot of what you, you're after as a Broncos fan. Uh, and, and they played good footy, um, yep. and they did. They need to win the game. And as I said, I wouldn't be too discouraged by it as a Sharks fan. It was just one of them nights where things did not go their way, yep. whether it was um, self destruction or other factors. But uh, yeah, Broncos fans can be very happy with that one. Yep. Matty. 
I think as well, going off tomorrow morning, we all saw Stags try, which was just incredible. And, and you're right, the battle between Stags and Talakai was, was awesome. But um, tomorrow morning's pass to Stags for that try was perfect. Mm. Absolutely perfect. So he's definitely mounting a case to be the six. Um, my key take from the game was when Payne Haas went off, I thought, fuck, Broncos, Broncos could be in big trouble here. But that's when we said, as I said before, like someone like Flegler, who just couldn't believe how well he played like some of the offloads he was th- he was throwing and I think his offload was the one that um led to Kate Wells try yeah um so yeah I thought I thought the Broncos were really good and I, I remember watching the game thinking like they when these guys pull it together they're they're a freaking good team and I really like I know we're not going to talk about next week but I think that South Broncos next Thursday is going to be an absolute cracker yeah for sure uh, like I know I've said it quite a few times but when you're like I just let's just look at their back line I honestly believe that back line on paper is as good as any back line in the comp. And I'm talking about outside backs here. Uh, now you could say you could say maybe fullback we're, we're a bit light at the moment, but when you're talking about out, like centres and wingers, and I just think that's a good example of like, we're not as far off as some people think, but we're also not going, we're not as good as well as some people think. We've got to earn, we haven't earned the right, we've got a lot of young guns, that haven't earned the right to say that we are one of the next teams to go forward. There was a number of times in this game where Brisbane made a mistake, and you've got a few of them written down here where I thought... In capitals. Ah, oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> Gamble, a forward pass on the first fucking tackle. Ridiculous. <laughs> Katewell, kicking on the second tackle. Fuck me dead, hold the ball. <laughs> I love that you're sitting at home watching Fuming. them putting your phone on capitals to write something like fucking... Because I'm so that. mad. Because yeah. that stuff like that, is, it frustrates the shit out of me. Because yeah. like those two things... And I'm sure Kate will be like, he's way more successful footy player than me. He understands. I'm not like, but, not but, but there was that kick on second tackle. There's stupid. The, the Reynolds out on the full where I thought, oh, fuck, here we go. Yeah. They're welcoming the Sharks back in, but they just held on. Yeah. They just, um, yeah, I, I thought that, you know, we obviously mentioned how well Staggs and Adam Reynolds as well did on Sifatalakai getting up in his face. And that's where I sort of thought that, you know, if you would have put Reynolds on the other side of the ball, he would have identified what they were doing and he would have put it in behind Stags just to give them a few warning shots. You send the ball to the far left, you drag Will Kennedy over there, you bring it back as they're shooting up, you put it over the top. But they just never seemed to... And it's like the Sharks didn't adjust to what was happening. We have to remember, like, Hines is a new seven. Yep. And Moylan has never been that guy. He's always been tip of the spear kind of six. And I think this is the first probably time we've seen with... We've been reminded that Hines is still learning the position. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and that is going to take time. And he'll, he'll take a lot of lessons out of that. Uh, and, yeah, might have been something that, you know, Craig Fitzgibbon as well. But they'll look back on the tape yeah. and go, fuck, we, we, we should have adjusted that. He's a rookie coach as well. So that was just why I just kept waiting for Hines to, you know, yeah. put it behind early to make stags turn around. But uh, they never did. So, and but credit to Brisbane, mate. Fuck. Mm. Great little win. Uh, my thoughts on Brizzy. So... I think a uh, great, fantastic win. I think that the, sh- the Sharks probably played worse than the Broncos played really well, if you know what I mean. Like, the Sharks did play poorly. Like, a lot of their last tackles and a lot of their, like, just the last play didn't stick. But I also think that the Broncos missed a lot of opportunities. Yep. So if, if you're sitting there saying, Sharks just played shit, that's the only reason they lost. I probably disagree. Now, do I think the Sharks didn't play the best they could be? I totally agree with that. But I think the Broncos also didn't probably play as good as they can play. I mean, I've got it on the thing. I like, you know, Gamble pass it, like forward pass on the first tackle, Katewell kicking on the second. Um, then Reynolds kicks it on the full. Uh, you know, then there's like, there was an, uh, a, a period where like 
So Gamble puts up a bomb. Herbie gets down the field. The boys are all the boys are offloading. This is when Payne Huss was injured, and then they offload, and the ball bounces essentially where if Gamble had been chasing the kick through, he would have been right there to grab the ball. Instead, he was so Huss was injured, and Gamble was behind Huss walking, and just like little things like that, like you got to get that stuff out of your game. And what ended up happening was the ball dribbled to Gamble, and then he knocked it on, and it's like, bro, like. Like, there are little things like that where I feel like if we had have just been a bit... Um, those little errors, I think we would have actually played a little bit better. So, yes, Sharks could have played better, but I also think Broncos could have played better as well. I don't think we're anywhere near what we could be. In saying all that, it was a tough as fuck win by the Broncos. They lost Haas. They've lost Carrigan. Um, Tony, Fl- uh, Tony Flegler. Flegler has, is only recently back from suspension. Then we've got uh, Keenan, who has been struggling with... Like, he had that massive injury on his eye, and it seems to have taken away from his game a little bit. I was super proud of the boys. Super, super proud of the boys. Um, You know, I think that they fought, and to be honest, they reflected a a lot of what Gamble is all about. Like, I know I've talked about he had the the couple of errors or whatever, but Gamble's all about, like, if you make an error ripping in and fighting for that error and I think the Broncos that's what they did really well on the weekend is like they made an error they didn't go oh fuck we made an error put their heads down they ripped in and defended that error and I just think for years we haven't had the culture in our team to go we made an error fuck that that makes us angry that doesn't make us upset and disappointed and down oh fuck it makes us fuck we made an error boys let's fucking rip in and I think we saw that I was super super proud of the boys Uh, and I think that it showcased how much potential this fucking squad really has. Now, I still think we need to go on the market for one or two players, but I, when I see that game, I think maybe we could make the eight. We probably... I still have us at 10, but it pushes me closer to going, you know what, in a year where the edge teams are up and down, maybe we could play the eight. But what it does say to me is we are on the right trajectory here. Like, if we continue down this path, we will be a top four side in about, I'd say, 24 to 36 months. What do you think about that, Timmy? Yeah, you said you're definitely on the right track and, and you mentioned, I think everything you said there about attitude, it comes back to club culture, doesn't it, which has been down in recent years. Mm. Uh, just those efforts of, of not dropping your chin when something goes wrong, it's, it's lifting on, all right, let's dig our way out of this. Mm. Um, I mentioned earlier, but Tommy Flegler, I thought was terrific. He, I think he's got one of the best offloads in the NRL, particularly in the sense that it's very selective. He gets the arm free regularly, but... There's a lot of NRL players and teams who will get the arm out and throw it willy-nilly and it'll go to deck and one in three might be a turnover. We'll get to the Raiders later. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tommy Flegler, it sticks and they're effective. Uh, and he's worked on that too. Because oh, a couple of years ago, it was like, bruh, yeah. fucking hold the ball and run hard. But and he's gotten better at it. And he did that. Like, he was yeah. coming off the back fence every run, particularly when Payne Hass went off and he just lifted. He was getting quick play of the balls. Like, he was disrupting the defensive line. I thought he was an outstanding Flegler. And, um, you know, hopefully Payne Hass plays this week. But he's a bloke who can stand up there and start for them. He's also a bloke who's had a lot of disruptions in recent years, be it suspensions or injuries or whatever. Mm. Um, I, I think there's a, a big future for Tommy. A uh, big future. Uh, just a quick story with Tommy. So I went to, to the Broncos last year when they were down in Sydney. And like I was going to see Alex Glenn. Um, and I, I was waiting in the foyer and Lexi wasn't answering his phone because he's a dog. And <laughs> anyway, so I'm waiting in the foyer. I go, like, I'm here, bro. And I'm waiting for 20 minutes. Anyway, Flegler walks in and he immediately walks over to me. He's like, oh, mate, come up. Like... You know, we're just in the uh, the team room or whatever. And I'd never met Flegler before. 
Anyway, we sat down and had a chat for me. It was myself, him, and Tessie. And he just, he, what I loved about him was like, I'm a nuffy nobody Broncos player, but the amount of respect Flegler showed me, just to have the, I guess, decency to walk over and go, because we'd never met before, and go, mate, like, come up, here's the, the team room. He showed a lot of like uh, maturity for such a young man. And also, he, he was just a great bloke. He's just a great bloke, which is it's upsetting, like, when you see, the, you know, I understand that he is, lives life on the edge on the field. But what I can say to you is when I have met him, he's a fucking a good, honest bloke. Uh, so I'm stoked for him that he's playing like this. Because as I said, actually, you go back and watch their first trial against Wyndham, he was offloading like crazy. And I was like, bruh, just hold the ball, please. But I agree with you. I think that he's that kind of guy that we need in the... Like, Payne Haas, he doesn't really have an offload. He doesn't really ball play, which is fine. We don't need that. But we do need a forward that is going to have that point of difference and give, get us a bit of an offload to, to disrupt things. So, totally agree. I loved what I saw in Flegler. Uh, anyone else that you, you liked? Just on the Sharkies, uh, getting into sort of the nitty-gritty of the footy side of things. We'll just... We'll, we'll get to the Sharkies. Just get to the Sharkies. Oh, yeah, yeah, one, at one, one at a time. One at a time. Because otherwise, we'll fucking jump in and out. Oh, just... just I, I wanted to touch on... I thought Tamari... You mentioned last week, you know, after one game that you thought maybe he could be the answer to their halves yep. uh, conundrum. And, and Gamble, as you said, had his moments. Uh, there was the good with the bad, wasn't there? And yeah. speaking of, yeah, you mentioned not dropping the chin. He's a, he's a competitor, but just his pass selection, uh, you know, it's probably not as crisp as it could be. Tamari, you mentioned last week, but just he's just class, isn't he? I, yeah. I, I think him alongside Adam Reynolds uh, could be a really good thing for the club going forward. Massive. Well, like, we, we watched him in that trial three months ago and said, fuck, he's still got it. Yeah. Just needs time. Like you just tell with his touches in that trial that he still had it. Uh, I can't believe how quickly it's happened, though. Yeah. And I still don't think he's anywhere near his best either. Well, we he's spoke about, like, you know how, you know, like they bring Reynolds to the club. And you, so you're not, you, you watch the Broncos last two years and you're like, sometimes when you're watching something, you don't know what you're missing out. And then Reynolds comes to the club and you watch him kick and you go, oh, that's an elite. That's the way rugby league's supposed to be played. That's, you know, you know what I'm saying though? Like he's that class above. And it's the same with Martin. Like when you see him at fullback and we haven't, or, you know, at a six role or whatever, you know, and Broncos haven't had that, that classy kind of fullback since Darius was in his prime time, I know towards the end of his career, you know, he struggled a little <laughs> bit. Fuck you, mate. I felt so sorry for him at the end of because, and I understand, you know, part of it was his own form or whatever, but like people forgot how good he was. Anyway, um, and you watch Martin and you go, oh, that's the class that other teams have. Like that's the class Penrith have, that's the class that Melbourne have in their six and seven role. So yeah, I, I think Martin is absolutely fantastic. Mm. I think he's our sixth going forward. One thing on that, I know it's a bit of a glass half empty devil's advocate sort of perspective, but I was watching that game thinking, shit, if if Adam Reynolds were to go down injured and miss a lengthy period of games, which you've seen, I know it's a horrible way to look yeah. at things. I'm concerning, like who comes in and steers that Broncos yeah. ship? And, and I, I did worry about that. Hopefully it's not an issue we have to have, but if it does happen, like where do the Broncos go? Well, we're just, we're, we're a club in that point. I think you could say that about... Yeah, you could say that about most sides. You could. Yeah. Bottom you could. eight sides. Bottom yeah. eight. I think the top eight sides can yeah. deal with it. Mm. The bottom eight sides that are, you know, shallow for depth. Uh, we, we just, for the last five to six years, we just handled our halves situations so poorly. Like, we, we lost Bruce, uh, Benny Hunt, uh, Milford. Even though we played really good years together, they were asking him to do something that he probably wasn't equipped to do. He was more of a tip of the spear guy. Um, we lost Ash Taylor when he was coming through and probably going to be the next guy. We lost Sam Walker. And so we're seeing the damages that that has caused the club now. And it happened five years ago. Um, 
you know, imagine Ash Taylor starting his career at the Broncos. I think it's a very different conversation we're having about it's Ash Taylor. It's definitely a very different conversation. Um, yeah, so look, extremely proud. Extremely proud. I think Corey Oates, man, I think he's been fantastic. And matter of fact, I would have Oates and Coates as my wingers for Queensland. I think he's back in red-hot form. I really do. Two big bodies on the edge there. Can kick across. Like, you always need points of difference in uh, origin that are just going to give you, like, a different look to the other team. And when you look at the, the wingers for New South Wales, they've got To'o, who's incredible, and they've got Carr. So, like, you could sit there and go, well, one thing we can beat them at is hot crossfield kicks. Mm. Like, that's a point of difference. That's where we can get points from. Uh, anyway, we'll get into origin talk closer to the thing. Uh, outside of that, uh, I thought Ricky had a much better game in defence. I was getting a little bit concerned about Ricky's defence where maybe didn't he, he needs an extra year in Q Cup. He, he's absolutely going to – he's a first grader. He's going to be a long-term first grader. He's got everything that you need. But I, I thought on the weekend his defence was fantastic. Uh, Payne Haas, you know, he, he got taken off, but he was 135 metres. I actually think Corey Jensen has been one of the gems vines of the off season, and he was he, fuck, he was impressive in that trial too. I remember yeah. us talking about him that week, and yeah, he's he looks really good at the moment. He for ran them. for the most meters, uh, except for Corey Oates in the team. Yeah, how, how many minutes did he play? I didn't I didn't? And he played forty minutes. Yeah, wow, forty minutes, one hundred and sixty-seven meters, ninety-two post contact, twenty-six tackles, only one miss. That's um, impressive. I think Jensen's been absolutely fantastic. I think Reynolds, we've we've seen how. You know, we'll get to it, but Cleary again on the weekend showed that. Like I believe on the weekend, the one difference was Cleary's kicking game. That was the difference. That was that was like twenty points difference. Uh, outside of that, Stags, you know, I was the Hello Sport Boys. I know it was a bit in jest, but they were going on about fuck Talakai. He's a beast. He's a beast, and I'm like, yeah, Talakai is absolutely a beast. But he's only been playing center for like two or three games. Yep. Like Stags is a specialist center. He has faced guys that have had different looks. Uh, in the centre role, so he knows different ways to shut that down. Like, you know, and as I said, Talakai still... The thing is, Talakai still had a great game. If you go actually watch the fucking game, he had a fantastic game. The difference was he wasn't just making three line breaks and scoring three tackles. Mm. And Staggs and Reynolds, with their experience, had dealt with barnstorming centres before. Um, What I liked about it as well, it showed the fight in Staggs. It showed, like, hang on a fucking sec, motherfucker. Like, I am... You know, I've been doing this for at least two years and all of a sudden now I'm not worthy, like I'm the shit kicker. Like, <laughs> yeah. what's going on here? I thought the interview he had after your game last week when they yeah. said about him and he said, no, let's go. Fucking oath. Okay, yeah. It's like, like, it was and that's what I was saying there, like Tom and Eddie. Like, I know I was in jest, but I was like, motherfuckers, have you seen his highlights? Like, I know Talakai bump blokes, but this guy has nearly the same fend highlights as Greg Inglis at the moment. It's just the fend bit, not, not the other, all the other crazy shit that Greg Inglis <laughs> did. Um, and, and to be really clear, Talakai still played outstanding. outstanding. He, he went for 160 metres and 75 post contact. Yeah, like, let's be real here. What do you got there? I, like everyone, was like so frothing for the, for the matchup. But at the back of my mind, I thought, there's a chance these matchups can just be a little disappointing. Like, they don't live up to whatever. But when you watch that first five minutes and then Stags and Reynolds and that, like, just went at Talakai, you just yeah. knew it was going to be. Fucking awesome. And, and that's, that's exactly and what it was. That's what, I, that's what I want to steer the Broncos. Like, if we lose going at people, I'm happy with that. I'll take that every day of the week. I just want us to fucking just get angry. Get angry and be like, fuck you. Like, you're the man. All right, let's fucking see. And that's what the Broncos are yesteryear. We were almost, like, arrogant. Like, we, we were almost saying we are the shit, motherfucker. And if you want to test it, let's go. And I think that 
we we lost that a little bit. And we saw on the weekend. I, I thought there was a real Broncos performance where even though we weren't at our best, we still got the job done. So super, super proud of the boys. And we're, we're building something special there. Uh, I thought Keenan comes on, 107 metres. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I was super proud of all the boys. Super proud of all the guys. Now, uh, on to the... Oh, and also just quickly... Um, I felt like a prophet when Herbie was like in the clear, not passing to his ringer. I was like, bruh, that's something he needs to work on. Zoolander. Yeah, I do believe, though, that he had a good game. I I thought he played fantastic. I actually thought he was one of our best. It's just that he's just got to learn that the space is going to be like your job as a center, usually, or a lot of the time, is to create space for your winger. Whereas I think Herbie is focused on ripping and tearing like get it forward as much as possible and get meters uh and so i that's going to take time that's going to take time um it, but it's definitely something that he he does need to work which with. it almost makes it more impressive what herbie's doing every week because every team knows he's not going to pass a football. yeah 100 percent, absolutely like if he starts to throw in two or three passes a game he, honestly he's one of the best ball running bucks in yep. the competition period in my opinion because like he's 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 in a team that was getting no go forward and he's getting the meters he's getting so you know that this is me. I think Herbie can be long-term outside back for us next ten years. These are just little things I'm sure he'll eventually um, pick up on because it's like, bro, you got Corey Oates outside, jar that motherfucker. If he gets one on one, he's probably going to score. Well, that's the other thing. Like credit to Corey, he ran for 200 meters and he's not getting good ball. Yeah, crazy. He he is he he is solely impressing us, and I agree with you. I don't think he's far off origin at the moment. He is solely doing it just out of tough carries yeah. and going and looking for the ball. And himself. breaking games open. Yeah. That, that line break he made changed the whole game. If Corey Oates doesn't make that line break, do we win the game? Maybe not. Like, that was a great run. How uh, bad was that set after that line break, though? Yeah, <laughs> Fucking hell. Good God. Yeah, it was tough. But that, that's what I mean. Like, we got a lot of improvement in us. Yeah, the, the, yeah. What I love to see is, like, it was the, the thing that won us the game was our attitude. Yeah. With a bit of extra class. Like, Martin is just... I think him and... You know, I'm gonna to have to say it because I'm obviously bon- Broncos biased. But could you imagine we go Reynolds, Martin, Munster back at fullback? You know, spend a million bucks, put him at fullback, and we all know Munster at fullback is a motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, anyway, manager, his manager has said that they're interested in speaking to the Broncos. I always knew that because I know how much Munster uh, loves the Broncos. I've been saying it for like what you reckon, year and a half now. About Munster. Certainly as long as I've been here, yeah. Yeah, yeah, ages. About Munster, I think, will speak to the Broncos at some stage in his career to try and come back. Sharky's thoughts, Guru? Yeah, as I said, I was a little bit disappointed uh, they didn't sort of change up their game at all once you could see what Brisbane uh, were doing to them. But as we said, Nico's learning the position. They'll be better for it, mate. You look at the Sharks, like their stat sheet. Like I think out of the starting 13, 11 of them ran for more than 100 metres. Yeah. Um, the and backs were fantastic. The back, Jesse, every single back yeah. went for over 100. Jesse Raymond has been the forgotten man. He's yeah. having the, a career best year. And because Talakai has been wild, people were getting Raymond's killing it. Yeah, he, he's a very good player, Raymond. Um, yeah, look, I. You, you said to me last week in the second half against Manly, are we worried about them fading? And I sort of went, nah, they'll be okay next week. Mm. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, I was not expecting that sort of performance yeah, from w- them. That's what separates the best. Yep. They don't fade like that. They just don't. And I think this is the challenge that Fitzgibbon is going to... This is why I was saying last week, like, I don't know whether they need six months to work out those systems or they need 12 months. They're heading in the right direction. This, the next few months will discern, is 12 months long enough for them to become the team they need to be? I, I also think it would have been interesting to see them last two weeks if Dale was in this team. Yeah, good point. I think that changes a lot, but still... Respectfully, too, Brisbane. This is a game that they they should have won. Oh, for they sure. They should have gone out and won this. And game. you know what? If a few passes stick, they do win. Yeah, they do win. Uh, what do you think, Timmy Sharkies? Yeah. So, I found it a little bit frustrating to watch. Um, one thing I love with the Sharkies is their shape and attack. So, digging a little bit deeper, but I love the shape that it's certainly not a new shape, but probably one that's underutilized with the halves, where they'll be on one edge of the field and it'll hit uh, Nico Hines or Moylan, whoever's the first receiver. And rather than your standard sort of block play, block play, block play, mm. they'll bring two forwards underneath them, dummy, dummy, a couple of decoys into the block play. Mm. They go out the back and yep. say, Nico will hit Moylan who, who's sweeping. Mm-hmm. And that really uh, gets your one-on-ones with your centres and your talakais, and that's what they've been getting a lot of their success off. Mm. Um, they did it in the first half, and it worked. They just couldn't complete the, the attacking phase. Mm. Second half, they went away from it and, and just stopped doing it. And they looked a little bit all over the shop. We mentioned that Nico probably lost a bit of direction, but, oh, gee, I think it's a great structure and I want them to go back to it. And they will. Mm. They will. Mm. Um, there were just a few times where poor old Nico, he was just in everything, but just not his night, was it? Yeah. Um, he'll learn. We mentioned last week how good he's been this year, uh, newish to the position. It'll all come for him. It'll come together. Yeah. Defensively, he's still an issue. Um, yep. Capewell skittled him pretty easily for his try. Yeah, t- tough though. Like, Capewell is top, top tier. He is. One on one on the line. Mm. I, know, I know what you mean. It's his job to make he it. He didn't get near him. I know. Like. It's his job to make it. Mm. But I, I give Hines a little bit of slack there. One on one tackle against Kurt Capewell with three metres behind her and the line's right there. It's a tough gig. Yep. But I understand. You're like, yep. That is your job. All in all, though, for the Sharkies. It's been an unreal start to the season. It's one game. It happens, as you said. They're, they're a new squad put together. Blokes coming back from injuries, dropping in and out. Uh, they'll be fine. Like, mm. It's certainly nothing to panic about. Uh, I think what Timmy said there about that, that shape that they run too, like once again, they're so well coached. Mm. Like it sounds easy to drop two guys under then fall into your block play. But when you're going 60 metres across field and there's forwards subbing off all the time, yeah. it's so much harder than and, what it sounds. And the line speed changes. Yep. So they might shoot one yep. time. They may retreat. So every play is never the same. It's, you're never running it at the same pace. Yep. Uh, so it's much harder than and, people and, think. And people would say, oh, you know, you talk about Mitch Moses uh, the last couple of years where he crabs across field and, and it doesn't work well. It's different because you've got the forwards coming under. It, it straightens up and squares up the D, doesn't it? It's super effective. But as I said, you've got to have the right blokes running these decoys and timing it and all that. Yep. Don't you? And, and also it. your seven or six has to get to a man and yep. square him up. It's when sure. you go past that man and don't square anyone up, everyone just keeps sliding out of the way. What do you got there, Manny? I just wonder how much of a critical blow for the Sharks that Stags try was because 
for the first 20 minutes it was nil all then for the rest of the half it was 6-0 um, and then Stag scores that crazy try right at the end I, I just wonder if it knocked the wind out of their sails a bit and kind of because they went into half time and then the Broncos scored both of their tries within 8 minutes so the Broncos scored all their points in, the, in a 13 minute period so I wonder if they if that kind of knocked them about a bit and they conceded those tries and then for the rest of the half you just saw them trying to push passes and, and make a few unforced errors which, which isn't like the Sharks and to Brisbane's credit they the Sharks have been scoring points all year and, and Brisbane defended them out but yeah I, I think that Stags play that, that Stags try was definitely the um the play of the game for me um but yeah positives I thought you said Ramian Ramian I thought Ramian was close to the best player but I definitely think their best player as I said before uh Cameron McGuinness he's been really good from this year yeah he's been a great buy great buy um yeah, Sharky is like, I just think it was one of those games. I think it was a mixture of Broncos played one of their better games of the season, even though they've still got a lot of improvement with a few errors in that, and also every pass just didn't stick. So as Sharky's fans, nothing to worry about. Blip on the radar. You have to remember where you were at the start of the year as to where you are now. The boys will come together. Um, what I loved is like Nico kept trying. Yep. He absolutely mm-hmm. kept trying. And... As I said, it was just like that that one last pass, whether it was Nico, whether it was, you know, Matty Moylan. I will say, Matty Moylan has just been so good for them this year. Uh, and there is rumours that Broncos are eyeing him off because he wants a two-year deal from the Sharkies. Sharkies are a bit hesitant to do that. If you're the Sharkies, do you re-sign Matt Moylan for two more years? I think I would. Hmm? Yeah. Have you seen enough that he's going to get through two years of footy? I think so, but... It's always hard to tell with Moisa, but I just, I just think here, him and Nico, the combination they've already got after eight weeks yep. when Moisa didn't participate in the preseason, uh, I think they could be a winning combo. You know, he scored that try and he, sh- he can just do things that only Moisa can do. Mm. So kick it on the outside of your right foot, curve it around <laughs> the sticks to yep. defenders and get there. Um, yeah, I, I would re sign him personally. Yeah. Would you, would you re sign him? Yeah, I mean, for the right price. Um, yeah. Purely taking into concern injury history, and, and I'd hate to be a recruitment manager trying to deal with a guy like Moyes going, What if he does his tears his hamming round one over his yeah. gorm, which could happen, that sort of thing. But I'm what we see, and as Guru said, in eight rounds, what him and Nikov put together, give them a year or six months, whatever, yep. how good could they be? Like, it's, it's pretty exciting. Yep. I think the other highlight for me out of this game, same way Graham back on a footy field. Yeah, well, I was going to shout that out towards the end, yeah, mate. So good. Massive congratulations coming back, Graham. He is. One of the tough guys of our game. We forget this guy was snapping blokes 10 years ago and he's still bloody going. Um, so, yeah, he's incredible. I was really nervous in the preseason, to be honest with you. Yeah, I I, to be honest, I'm still a little bit nervous. I'm yeah. still a bit nervous. Uh, but I'm sure he did everything right. I'm sure he's got everything covered. Uh, but it's just great to see one of the good guys of the game too. Never put a foot wrong. Great origin player. Uh, always been respectful. Every time I've dealt with him, every time I've asked him for like an interview or anything, he's like, yeah, mate, whenever, whatever time, absolute fucking legend of a bloke so stoked for him to be back uh also want to say Payne has that chase on will kennedy yeah <laughs> oh man like honestly that's a front rower at at you know what six foot five or something 120 kegs getting around like that it's incredible he's amazing it he's really absolutely. is like it's things we've never seen before. literally never seen yeah. like would you ever see glenn lazarus being able to do that, yeah. and that's and not a negative on Lazarus. No, no, it's just Lazo's the reality the of what Haas is doing. Like yeah. it's just like Lazarus is the greatest front row of all time, pretty much, or at least top three. Um, but he physically just couldn't, you yeah. 
And so I'm so interested to see Paynas's career. Like, where does he end up? Does he does he take Broncos to three premierships, or does he go? It's just gonna. He's he's such a freak of nature, and and it's and. On, not only is he a freak of nature, his attitude is crazy. Like, his attitude on the field is in- incredible. Uh, with Sharkies, as I said, when you look at their stats, they put themselves in the position to win that game. It was just that last pass, which I'm sure they will learn off. So, absolutely nothing to worry about, guys. Sharkies are still red hot, ready to rumble. Uh, and, yeah, they still had some great individual performances there. I thought all the outside backs, aside from maybe one or two, you know, missed tackles were fantastic. But you look at the Broncos, they also missed tackles as well. So, um, yeah, I thought it was a great performance by the Broncos. Still a lot of improvement. Sharkies, one of those nights that things just didn't go your way. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.